Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle this week. I'm Walter Storholt, as always, alongside Dan Capril, who is, of course, your local wealth coach right here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and northern Kentucky. Dan is the president of Matson and Capril, a certified financial planner. Get in touch with Dan a couple of different ways. You can go online to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com, or give him a call, 844 844- quiz dan dan hope you're doing well this week how are you i'm doing great walt uh, we just had a fabulous um, retirement rescue workshop at the university of dayton this past week and um, had a large turnout and was very excited it was great to share the ideas that we've been sharing on the show with people actually face to face to see our listeners uh, directly answer questions and talk about the strategies that they can do to protect themselves. You know, everyone's worried about market crash. Well, how about tax crash? And uh, so we spent a great deal of time talking about those. And I'm doing great. I hope you're doing well too, buddy. Yep. It's always exciting to hear the folks who uh, engage with us, not only on the radio show, but then take solving that financial puzzle to the next step and come in and either meet with you in the office or attend one of these uh, great workshops or seminars that you offer to folks here in the area. And they're able to see other people who are in similar situations to them. I think that's neat when you can get a full room of people who all kind of share similar concerns, but bring their own unique perspective, their own unique challenges to the table. I know that you get uh, get a lot of enjoyment out of helping people and figuring all that stuff out, especially in a group setting like that. That's neat. I do, but the only downside is people invariably will say, you know, I thought you would look a little differently than you actually look, you know? <laughs> You've warned them know. about the bald head for a while. I don't right? know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that that much aside, it is great to, uh, to see our listeners face-to-face. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've got lots to get to on this week's show, and as you said, we'll be uh, giving you more about the details of the next workshop in case you weren't, attend, uh, weren't able to attend this most recent one. We'll give you some details on the upcoming ones here in a little while. But first, we'll turn to the local listener line and get some questions from folks just like you who are going through some different issues and problems and having some concerns about the financial world right now. Marie in Dayton has our first question of the week. By the way, submit your questions at quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. We're in our early 60s, says Marie, with plenty of money saved for retirement and no plans to retire anytime soon. But I feel like we're just drifting financially because we haven't ever done any actual planning. So I don't really know if our investments are doing what they should be doing or not. Where should we start? Great question, Marie. And I kind of equate this to health. You know, as you probably know or have heard, men tend not to go to doctors. We don't like to go to doctors. And a lot of my friends, we're all in our 50s now. Some of them haven't been to a doctor in 25 years. In fact, one of my close friends is always making the point, look, I don't need to go. I exercise. I um you know, I eat right. And obviously what he's afraid of is finding out something that he doesn't know. 
Now, if you've ever found yourself in this situation, look, if you're in your 20s, you can probably have that attitude. But when you get older, the reality is that your, your body is not the same and you need a holistic approach. You need a doctor who's going to look at everything. He's going to look at your blood. He's going to, he's going to take all kinds of tests. He's going to give you a very thorough workup. And so it may be, Marie, that actually you're doing everything right. But the fact that you don't know, that is a problem. Because that's going to affect your peace of mind going forward. There's going to be moments where there's going to be financial issues. Markets may go down. Inflation may go up. Tax rates may go up. Who knows? So the fact that you're doing a great job saving is, is fantastic. But the thing I talk about a lot in this show is are you saving in the right places? Because not only do we have to protect ourselves against the things like inflation and market volatility, but taxes are a big part of it as well. So where do you start? Well, you can start a number of different ways at the risk of sounding completely biased and self-interested. I think working with an advisor who at least initially will give you a holistic, unbiased opinion is very, very important. You know, when I go to my doctor, I don't want him going in with the idea before I even see him that he's going to recommend a type of surgery. I mean, that's not being objective at all. I want him to check me out. And if I'm fine, I want him to tell me that. He still billed me, but I want him to at least have that objective opinion. And a good financial advisor will, will do that. Somebody who you know, has taken a fiduciary oath to put your interests first, who's willing to give you a holistic plan that he will charge you for, but won't require that you buy any products, I think that's the best place to start. Again, just like going to see a doctor. I haven't been a doctor in 25 years, fine. I'm not going to go see an ophthalmologist. I'm going to go see a good internal medicine specialist who can give me a, a big holistic picture. And then from there, I can decide what steps and changes I want to take going forward. It's uh, so important to make sure that you make the right decisions about your financial life. And, Marie, it's difficult to do that without a plan, and I think that's what you're finding out right now. So uh, there's a couple of ideas of where you can start to get that true plan in place. So many people like Marie have done a great job saving for their financial future, saving for retirement, yeah. and they just haven't put that plan together. So more people need to take that step like Marie's doing. Well, and keep in mind, too, when we're working, it's easy to overlook some of the problems of the day because our paycheck still comes in. But when you're retired, when you're literally drawing income off of your savings, it's a totally different game. And so, you know, you can't just necessarily have the attitude that says, well, markets go down, markets will go up. Markets go down, that will affect your income during your retirement years. So you need to know that the, the rules of the game have changed. Again, if I had aches and pains in my 20s, I kind of ignored them. I have aches and pains in my 50s. I don't. Mm, good point. Great question, Marie. Thanks for sending that one in. Again, you could submit your questions by going to quizdan.com if you want them to be featured on the air, or if you want to have a private conversation with Dan and his team at Matson and Capril, you can always call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Dan is the president of Matson and Capril, a certified financial planner, and he's well qualified to answer this next question from Jesse in Oakwood. Jesse says, where's the best place to invest for income? Bonds, dividend stocks, annuities, rental property. There are things I don't like about each of these items. So Jesse doesn't know where to go here. Dan, what do you think? Well, first of all, the answer to your question, Jesse, is yes, 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 and yes. All those things have <laughs> merit, all right? But as you just wisely noticed, they all have downsides. Look, every strategy is going to have a downside. There's no such thing as the perfect investment. If you hear somebody promoting the perfect investment, chances are it's a scam, all right? So everything is going to have a problem. We need to understand first is what is meant by income. Income is derived generally three different ways, real income. Interest payments, so if you have a loan out, you're lending money to somebody or some entity like bonds do. 
They'll give you an, a true interest rate. That's the, that's the cost of you lending them the money. Dividends, a return of the profits that a corporation has. Company makes money, they return a part of their profits back to the investor. The third issue, you know, the third way in which you make money, which tends to get overlooked, are capital gains. The fact of the matter is that you know, if you have a well-structured portfolio, stock prices tend to go up over time. That increase is profit to you. Um, I think sometimes we get a little myopic here. We're looking at one particular area. Generally speaking, I like people to be in a very well-diversified portfolio where they literally sell a percentage of that portfolio every single month for their income. There are going to be an occasional year where you may sell more than your return. If you do it properly, there's an excellent chance you won't do that. You know, we've had many clients, they'll start with a million dollars. Over a period of years, we've sent them a million dollars, and they still have a million dollars. Now, those are non-guaranteed strategies, but the logic does hold in their favor. So all those things can work. What we need to be a little bit careful of is that when we go 100% to one strategy or the other, all of the downside of that strategy is felt by you. Whereas if you balance them off, you can be fine. So for example, let's take annuities. You know, there's a myth out there that annuities give you income. Now, what they really do is give you back your money. I mean, if you look at the actuarial tables and the way annuities are priced, they're designed, particularly these so-called income annuities, they're designed to give you back your principal and give you back that. And of course, if you live longer, fine, they'll give you more. But they know exactly how long you're likely to live, so they, they price that out. So when I hear people talk about income, I'm like, well, it's really more return of your money, and some people are going to die before they get all their money back. So we just have to be aware that in almost every situation, chances are we're going to be selling part of our principal. The plan is that over time our principal grow by a rate greater than how much we are selling. And yes, dividends and interest will come in. It's not an easy question to answer on the radio. It has to be customized to you, Jesse. We have to begin first by looking at what you want to accomplish. What is your income goal? Then looking at your sources of income. Initially, for example, say Social Security if you have a pension. And then if that doesn't meet your need, then the question is how do you draw the income that you need from the rest of your portfolio without having a realistic chance of going broke in your lifetime? And that's the big step. And the first thing that we always do is I look at the direction you're currently heading in. I look at statistically, what's the risk and return associated with your current strategy? And if there's ways we can improve upon that, we do it. If you're doing it perfectly, we tell you that too. So all these options have pros. They all have cons. Usually by utilizing most of them, the pros or the, or the cons of one are offset by the pros of the other. But even then, there's not going to be a perfect strategy. You need to be aware of that. But usually having a diversified approach can minimize some of the negative impacts of any strategy. Another good question, Jesse. Thank you for sending that one in to us. As Dan said, always two sides to every story, two sides to every financial product and strategy. You need to know what comes with it as far as uh, the positives and uh, also the negatives that go along with all these things. Great question. Uh, one more time, you can submit questions to quizdan.com. Go to quizdan.com or call 844-QUIZ-DAN to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Dan and his team, serving you here in Cincinnati and Dayton, offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky, 844-QUIZ-DAN, that number. Stephen in Centerville has our last question of the week on the listener line, and he says, My financial advisor seems to do a good job of managing my investments, as far as I can tell. But we never talk about other things like Social Security or life insurance or legacy plans, which are all things I feel like I should be getting advice on because I hear you talking about it all the time. Hmm. Is this typical? Yeah. 
Well, at the risk of sounding critical to your advisor, because I don't know him, I would suggest that he's really not your financial advisor, uh, Stephen. He's probably your investment advisor. You know, and that's a, that's a very important distinction. A lot of so-called financial advisors really just work in one particular area. They don't take a holistic strategy in working with their people. So, so I think that's an important thing that you've noticed. It's kind of like my eye doctor doesn't work on anything but my eyes. You know, so if I'm having a, if I had a, a heart issue or if I had, um, you know, a broken arm, I can't go see him. And a lot of times in the world of personal finance, we kind of equate them as all being one, and there's not. There are specialists, but in case of planning, you need a specialist who understands all the things that you're up against. Now, one of the best things advice I can give you, Stephen, is this is why we developed our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And it's a great toolkit. It's full of books, reports, audio pieces that discuss all the issues that you're going to be confronted with in retirement. So, you know, for all of our listeners out there, it's very easy to get it. The easiest way, in my opinion, is if you have a smartphone, is just text the word retire to 555-888. That's 555-888, the word retire. And then you'll get a response back. You've got to click on the response, enter in your mailing information, and off the toolkit will go to you. In addition to a lot of the great information that's in the toolkit, we'll also be sending you information on our next Retirement Rescue Workshop, which are a lot different than a lot of advisor workshops you see. You know, so many of these workshops that so-called advisors have, they're, they're, they're dinner seminars, and really what they are is just a way to hopefully bribe you to come on in, and then they're looking to sell you a high-commission product. That's not what our workshops are all about. We do them all at the University of Dayton. There is no cost. I'm not going to give you dinner. I might give you water and coffee, but that's about it. But what I'm nearly there is to educate you on some of these key concepts, like Social Security planning, like tax planning, like the use of insurance properly, as well as investment strategy. So in the Retirement Rescue Toolkit is also a copy of Nikki Mai's book called um, Retirement Rescue, which talks about the seven lessons that you need to know for a successful retirement. So understand that not every um, financial advisor is a true financial advisor. They specialize maybe in one particular area. And a good one is going to acknowledge that to you and is going to steer you in the direction that you need. Just like my doctor. If I go see my eye doctor and I'm complaining about my arm, well, he may... He can't help me with my arm, but he may refer me to somebody who can. So it works the same way. But get this information. It's free. I, I think it's very valuable. Uh, we've had a lot of people request it since we've been on the air, and we're always enhancing it. We're always making it better because we take the feedback that we get from our listeners very seriously. So again, text the word retire to 555-888. You'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And we'll also include in the toolkit information or, or about our next upcoming Retirement Rescue Boot Camp, which will be held at the University of Dayton later in May. So again, what you do is text the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888. Be sure to click on that link and fill out your information. It uh, doesn't take very long to do at all. And Dan will make sure you get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit and find out all the upcoming information about that next event. That is RETIRE. That's the word you text to 555 555- 888. If you do not have a smartphone, you can, of course, still call to receive the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, and that number is 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Thanks so much for listening to us on Solving the Financial Puzzle today. Much more on the way, so stay tuned. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. 
Rubik. The creator of the famous Rubik's Cube once said, A good puzzle, it's a fair thing. Nobody is lying, it's very clear, and the problem depends just on you. That's a nice thought. Too bad the financial world isn't as simple. As you prepare for retirement and the rest of your financial future, there are a lot more problems to deal with than just yourself. You have outside factors constantly varying and changing the landscape. People do lie, cheat, and deceive. You have access to tons of information, yet not a great way to discern what motivations drive that information. It can all get very, very complex. But that's why Dan Capril, your host of Solving the Financial Puzzle, is here. Dan and his team at Matson & Capril will help you solve your financial puzzle to put you in a position to get to and all the way through retirement. Just call 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 to set up a time to meet. You don't have to solve the entire financial puzzle on your own, but you do have to be the one who starts the solution. And it starts with a phone call to 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Want more information about Dan Capril and the team at Matson & Capril? Visit us on the web by going to AskDan.com. That's AskDan.com. Thanks for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt, Dan Capril with you here on the show each and every week. And also joining us is Nikki Early, financial advisor and coach with Matson & Capril. She is your local wealth coach in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas as well as Dan. You can get in touch with the team by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN or go to quizdan.com for some great information online. Nikki, thanks for being here with us this week. I hope you're doing well. Oh, great. Thank you, Walter. Looking forward to this conversation because we're going to be talking about personal training and retirement planning, what we can learn between the two things. And I think the fun thing here is that there are actually a lot of principles from the personal training and fitness world that you can apply to retirement planning. So I want to explore some of the similarities and learn how to increase our level of financial fitness. That's the goal of the next couple of minutes here. And the first tip that applies to both of these two topics is that you probably can't just read a book. You know, there are tons of books about exercise and nutrition, and while reading a book might bring awareness or knowledge to the situation. It's different from learning through actual practice. A book doesn't force you into taking action. Knowledge has to be combined with drive and determination. Anybody who's tried to do, you know, some some physical fitness or some personal training has certainly experienced that before. A trainer can't create motivation where it doesn't exist in the first place. And I think that there's a lot of financial lessons to be drawn from that as well, Nikki. Absolutely. But the funny thing is that this is our subject this week because I actually just started working out again after six months. <laughs> and I got to tell you, <laughs> it was a daunting task to start up again. I'm certainly not in the shape I was when I was working out regularly. And just like maybe people shy away from the investment piece or seeking out help, they're just, they don't know where to start or they're nervous or they know it's going to be tough or they might have to do things or hear things that they don't necessarily want to. But as far as the reading thing goes, you know, there is so much information out there, different opinions, so much so that people may end up kind of being afraid to do anything for fear of making the wrong decision. Now, even if you do feel like you're well-read maybe and you understand some financial concepts, 
if you don't know how to apply those financial concepts to your actual situation, you know, all the reading in the world is not going to help you. That's very true. So another way that these two things are similar, personal training and retirement planning, is that you can try to do it on your own, but that's not always a good idea. Trying a new exercise on your own could lead to bad form. Imagine trying to squat or deadlift without any you know, prior instruction. That might uh, decrease the effectiveness of the exercise or perhaps even damage your body more than improve it. You could uh, be putting yourself at risk for injury. At the same point, time, people often uh, inflict their own financial injury on themselves when they go about financial planning without any assistance or guidance. Yeah, and I think to start, the big question is, do you need professional help in order to design and stick to an effective financial plan? To some degree, this is going to depend on your unique situation, but I think most will find they're going to be better off seeking out a professional. It's going to help them to avoid costly mistakes, help them manage risk, save time, and really just improve their overall investment results. Yeah, that's another good point. So we're talking with Nikki early about the similarities between investing and retirement planning versus personal training and some of the things that we've probably all experienced trying to get in shape or stay in shape. Another point, especially if you're looking at working with a personal trainer, is that certification matters, but it's not the only thing. Being a certified personal trainer indicates that you do have a certain level of education and expertise, but you could easily end up with a trainer who is technically qualified, but not a good fit for you in terms of personality and approach. The credentials could be great, but if you don't get along or you don't have that sort of, uh, you don't gel together, then that gap, that missing link is going to hurt you in your quest to become in shape and fit. Same thing in the financial world. Yeah, look, Financial advisors have completely different philosophies across the board about how markets work. If you've heard this show before, you know that Dan and I talk a lot about the fact that we don't believe in market timing and stock picking. We don't believe markets are predictable. We don't believe that people know when stocks are going to go up and when they're going to go down. So if that's not in line with your philosophies, then we're not your firm. So it's really important, A, that you do share the same views but also that you get along with that person. If you don't, all the letters and um, accolades that they have really don't matter. Picking a financial advisor can be just as important as your physician. You're going to spend a lot of time with that person over the years, and you want to make sure that you actually like them and that you uh, trust them. That's very important as well. And this next one, I think, is uh, a pretty easy one to understand, and that's how you've got to start with goals in the financial world as well as in personal training. A trainer can't design a fitness plan for you until he or she knows what you want to accomplish. And if you've ever been to meet with a personal trainer that very first time, okay, what are we? what's the goal? Are we losing inches? Are we losing pounds? Are we maintaining weight? Uh, are we just looking to improve overall health? You can be as broad or specific as you want, but they've got to have some measure of where you want to take this thing, where you want to go. And a good trainer will use knowledge and experience to suggest and tweak those goals that are important to you. But And they may be able to give you some things that you haven't even thought about yourself. But the bottom line is it all starts with the goals. And in the financial world, you have to know where you want to go at least a little bit to be able to put together the right plan. Yeah, Walter, we work with a lot of people who are nearing or just started retirement. And in most cases, they've worked hard their whole lives. They've saved a bunch of money. 
And what they really want to know is how much can I afford to take out of my portfolio on a monthly basis and not go broke before I die? And we are able to sit down and help them determine what that figure is. However, there are things that they don't come in thinking about, like how likely are my Social Security benefits to be taxed? Are there steps I can take now to um, maybe alleviate that during retirement? So a good financial advisor and a holistic financial plan will not only address the initial, I guess, um, reason that you seek out help, but maybe even point out other items that you might want to take into consideration along the way. And next on the list, as we're talking with Nikki Early of Matson and Capril here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas, helping you get to and all the way through retirement, helping you plan for your financial future. Nikki, a financial advisor and coach with the team. Don't counteract your progress with other bad habits is a great tip for the fitness world. A great fitness plan can change your body, but you can easily cancel out the work you're doing in the gym by not eating right. Working out three times a week, but having burgers and fries every day won't get you any results, Nikki. And uh, I have to say that no matter how hard I work out, uh, back when I was a teenager, I could eat anything and uh, you'd, you'd, you'd stay in good <laughs> shape. With you. I can still work just as hard now, but uh, I've got to change the eating habits or nothing else is going to fall in line. I, I can't eat like I used to. And a lot of us have to understand that in the financial realm, it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, you may be saving the maximum amount you possibly can in your 401k, but if doing so is negatively affecting your cash flow and it's causing you to build up some credit card debt, well, that's not good. That's counterproductive. So a financial advisor can help you understand what's really feasible for you and help you in all aspects of finances, not just the investing piece. Mm, Yeah. I put $17,000 in my 401k this year and uh, we racked up $17,000 of credit card debt. That That make that takes away the excitement a little bit out of that four hundred one k savings. A little balance savings. there. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, last thing to uh, to realize about the fitness world and the financial world and the way that they connect, the way that they are the same, is the fact that it's a journey. It's not an overnight success. You can't expect to work out for two weeks and suddenly see an enormous tangible difference. You'll get stronger and more flexible over time. Focus on maintaining better habits to create a new lifestyle instead of looking for a quick fix. Same thing, of course, in the financial world, unless you win the lottery, that'd be the only exception. Yeah, maybe that. (laughs) Um, I would say there is no get-rich scheme in investing. There really isn't. We like to think that there is, but there isn't. Building wealth takes time, it takes dedication, and it certainly takes diligence. But, you know, a little effort over a long period of time is really gonna pay off. If you find yourself in some of these situations, certainly give us a call. Come in for a review, we'll sit down, we'll look at your whole situation, and we'll see if we can help you. Again, here is your number to call to reach Nikki Early, Dan Capril, and the team at Matson and Capril. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number. That's 844-784-9326. Get a complimentary initial meeting with the team to talk about what you need to do to improve your particular situation. 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Stay tuned. There's much more coming up on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Don't go anywhere. Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, word searches, Sudoku, anagrams, trivia, 
riddles, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs, some are IRA experts, some are chartered retirement planning counselors. The list goes on and on. It can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. Who really is going to make decisions in your best interest rather than just what's suitable for you? That's why it's important that you know Dan Capril is a certified financial planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. That's the kind of person you want to work with when planning for retirement. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. If you have a question you want featured on the show, go to askdan.com to submit your question and our host here on Solving the Financial Puzzle, Dan Capril, might feature it on a future show. So go to askdan.com today. Thanks for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle today. Walter Storholt back with you alongside Dan Capril, who is your local wealth coach right here in Cincinnati and Dayton with offices in Beaver Creek, Cincinnati, and even Northern Kentucky. Dan is the president of Matson and Capril, a certified financial planner. You can reach out to him by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN or by going to quizdan.com. Those are all great ways to get in touch. Don't forget, by the way, if you want to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which includes the Retirement Rescue Checklist and book, lots of other great tools as well in that toolkit, you can text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, the number is 555-888. In the message field, you just put RETIRE, and then don't forget to click on the link and fill out the information there. Uh, We are going to talk about some of the important things for people who are between the ages of 55 and 65 to think about as you get ready for your retirement future. Because most of our listeners, you probably land in that range, somewhere between 55 and 65. Sure, there's probably a few of you who enjoy listening to the show, maybe in your 40s and 50s. But there's a good segment of you who just need to know these rules, need to know these benefits for folks who are in that 55 to 65-year-old range, because we'll all be in there one day anyway. These things are crucial for retirement planning, so I want to explore those for people who fall in that decade range or will one day. And that's that you need to, first of all, prioritize values. Now, what does that mean to you, Dan? Well, you know, it means whatever the individual wants it to mean, because we all have our own value set, and it's all different. But, you know, some of the things that we look for for people are to answer certain questions like, okay, is early retirement important to you? How important is it? Sometimes early retirement means we're going to have to live on less. Is that something that you're willing to consider or are you willing to work longer? Some people hate their job and they can't wait to get out of it. There's other people who say, you know, if I could work longer, I would because I really enjoy what I do. Now, the second thing that that we do with our clients is, is once I get a feel for that is I like to take them through an exercise that we call discovering your true purpose for money. 
And what I do is I have them imagine for a second that, like, say, Scrooge. Remember in, in, the, in the book and in the, in the many movies and the plays of Scrooge, Christmas Carol, Ebenezer Scrooge, the climactic moment is when he thinks he's going to die. He's with the, the ghost of Christmas future, and the ghost is showing him really tomorrow. And tomorrow there's, you know, they're going through his clothes, and they're talking about what a, what a bad person he was, and then eventually he's taken to his his tombstone and he's filled with a tremendous amount of regret things that he wished he could have done well those things that he now wishes he could have done express values that he holds very important to him and whenever we spend money in a way that somehow is in conflict with that value it brings us well the complete opposite of peace of mind it brings us a great deal of anxiety and stress unfortunately we don't often do this we don't actually think these values through we think the purpose for money is to buy things like food and shelter yes it is but it goes far beyond that in a civilized world we'll give you a great example in my case uh, what I consider to be really the true purpose of my money is to create self-reliance not only for me but for my loved ones quite frankly for my clients so if I were ever spend my money in a way that was contrary to that, that made me in some ways dependent or my, my son dependent or whatever, that would create a great deal of problems for me. Now, there is no right or wrong answer here, but it's important that we start with what's important to you. Why is it important to you? Because sometimes what's really important, what things we want to do, they may require some sacrifice. But there is no right or wrong answer. So I know this may sound a little touchy-feely, a little psychological. You know what? That's life. Life is touchy-feely. The mistakes we make are almost always because of emotions. And the goals we set are usually because of emotions. So we have to start there with prioritizing your values. You may not be able to accomplish all the things you want in life. What are the most important ones? Let's start from there. But I do the listening. You do the talking. Absolutely. I think that's a good point. So that's prioritizing your values. What about knowing your numbers? That seems like something that would be basic, but a lot of people don't. Yeah, I mean, look, I've had first consultations with people where they're bringing in almost a paper bag full of papers. They don't really know what they have. They have an idea maybe about what they're saving, certainly have no idea what they're spending. Debt, most people have a pretty good feel on that. In fact, it, it gnaws on most people. But the spending issue is really one that most people, you know, they are. They're, they're essentially clueless. They just know that, well, I'll spend what's in my checking account. Well, that doesn't tell us much. So one of the exercises that I have new clients do, particularly if they can't answer this question, is something that I, I learned from Weight Watchers, which is for the next 30 days, you're going to write down everything you spend money on. And not only are we going to have some great information, but you're going to find yourself usually around week two cutting down on things you don't need that you tended to spend your money on. We, we tend to to spend money somewhat unconsciously. And when we have to admit to ourselves every time we go into Starbucks or every time we get an ice cream cone or whatever the case might be, buy something on Amazon that we really don't need, when we have to force ourselves to confess and write it down, habits start to change. Now, I tell people in the first month, just do what you normally would do. Try not to be too critical of yourself. We'll do that after we have the data. But invariably, they come back to me and say, boy, I spent a lot less money in, in weeks three and four than I did in weeks one and two. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. But we have to know your numbers. We have to know the data. I don't care about your neighbor's data. I care about yours. I don't care about what they have. I get a question, how do I compare to most people? Does it really matter? Chances are, though, if you're going to take the, the time and effort to do this, you're well ahead of the average person, unfortunately, but you are. 
That's a good point as well. Dan Capril kind of filling us in with uh, some great knowledge on solving the financial puzzle today. These are all puzzle pieces, especially if you're between the ages of 55 and 65 or will be in the near future if you'll be entering into that uh, into that decade uh, realm. These are going to be the things that you need to know. Prioritize your values. Know your numbers, certainly. Estimate your income streams. We talked earlier that email question yeah. we had asking about different types of income, and you can have more than one income stream in retirement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, you have to know what you have. So for example, if, if you've been working largely in the private sector, you've been contributing to Social Security, you're going to receive a Social Security benefit. Uh, try not to be too cynical and say, well, I won't get Social Security. No, you will. I think anybody certainly who's within 55 to 65, it's completely unrealistic to think that the system's going to change for you. It won't. Maybe if you're 25, it might. But if you're in that range where you know, you're what we call a pre-retiree, no, the system's there. So the first thing you need to do is get your estimate. We used to get them in the mail every year. Wisely, they discontinued that because it seems senseless to send a 32-year-old their Social Security estimates. Uh, now you get them about every five years. But you can go online. You can go to the socialsecurity.gov website. I think it's ss.gov. Don't, don't hold me that. Google it. But you can find out what your estimate is. Uh, there's a very secure, highly secure website. You put it in there. And you should check that. You should check that regularly to get a feel for where you are. If you have a true pension plan, most people don't, but if you have a true pension plan where they give you a percentage of your last few paychecks uh, for the rest of your life, that's great to have. It's important to know what that number is. Um, Certain products like annuities are designed to give you an income stream. Do you know what those are? Do you know what that amount is likely to be? And then there's the last one, which is the big one. You've got these retirement accounts, your 401ks, your, your IRAs. And the question is, how much can I pull out of that without having a strong likelihood of going broke in my lifetime? What is the right percentage? And of course, whatever we take out of those, How much are we going to be subject to taxation? And that's why I'm a big believer that between the ages of 55 and 65, you need to start really thinking about this tax issue. If we see tax rates go up in the future, that is going to increase the government's lien on your retirement accounts. And very often it might make more sense to take steps now to move those tax-deferred accounts into tax-free accounts. Now, that's what we talk about a lot at our Retirement Rescue Workshop. Uh, We've got another one that'll be coming up later in the month of May at the University of Dayton. What I'd like to suggest to all our listeners is get a copy of our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Now, in addition to having some great audio, we'll also include the information about our next upcoming seminar, which will be later in May at the University of Dayton. And this is really good, important information because, again, knowing our numbers is important, but also understanding Uncle Sam's role in the process is important. Understand that your retirement income level will determine whether or not you have to pay tax on your Social Security benefits. And there are strategies that you might be able to do so that you'll never have to pay tax on your Social Security benefits. So you got to know your metrics, and but more importantly, you have to know what could threaten those numbers going forward. And the Retirement Rescue Toolkit is a good way to do that. So the way you get it, very simple, you want to text the word retire. Text it to 555-888, and uh, you're going to get a response back from me. You're going to be asked to click on a little link, and then a, a one-page little web page will pop up. You put your information in because we need to know where to send it to. So you got to give us your address. Don't worry. We're not going to bother you. We don't call listeners. Listeners call us. That's the way it works. But what we will do is mail you the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which is a very useful kit. It'll give you a lot of information to help you out in this area. 
It's easy to get in touch. Again, all you have to do is text the word RETIRE to 555-888, and you'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. When you then click on the link and fill out the information, it'll be on its way to you. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. And again, if you don't have a smartphone and you want the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, you can call Dan and his team at 844-QUIZ-DAN, and that's another way to get it. That's 844-784-9326. Those are some of the important things you need to be thinking about if you're between the ages of 55 and 65 or if you're going to be there sometime in the near future. You need to make sure these things are addressed. Dan can help you figure it all out. That's why we host Solving the Financial Puzzle and why Dan's there for you every day in the offices of Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati and Dayton and uh, Northern Kentucky as well. 844-QUIZ-DAN or text the word RETIRE to 555-888 and get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Stay tuned. Much more coming up on Solving the Financial Puzzle, Tales from the Tax Side, coming up next. It's okay to admit it. Sometimes you need a little help solving the crossword puzzle in the paper, like 44 across. Something is rotten in Denmark. If you've never heard that phrase or read Hamlet, you'd be lost. So you might ask the person next to you in the waiting room, another passenger in the car, or even turn to Google. Eventually, you'd learn that it's another way of saying something smells fishy, or as the actual answer puts it, I smell a rat. We all need a little help solving puzzles from time to time, and it's no different in the financial world. That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to help you solve the financial puzzle in your life. Turn to him and ask the questions that bog you down. Tell him about how you're struggling to go from point A to point B in your planning process, and he'll help you figure it all out. Just call 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN to get started today. Don't be afraid to ask for help solving the financial puzzle. 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 or 844-QUIZ-DAN. We know you did it. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Caprill. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here alongside Dan Capril, who is a certified financial planner, the president of Matson and Capril. He's your local wealth coach in Dayton and Cincinnati. He has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky as well. Get in touch with Dan by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN or by going to quizdan.com. You heard that it is time for Tales from the Tax Side, a good story from the tax world that Dan will share with us. And the headline this week is POTUS meets IRS. So the president yes. and the IRS. What's up, Dan? Yes, well, you know, I, I assume everybody knows uh, the president does have to pay income taxes, even though the taxpayers give him a salary of $400,000 a year. Like all of us, he doesn't get to keep it. He has to pay it back. Now, for most of us, you know, taxes are kind of a private affair. I mean, you know, your tax forms get a lot of important information about yourself, a lot of private information, your social security number. You don't want that to be in the wrong hands. But every year, it's, it's tradition that the president will release his tax return, in fact, presidential candidates will do that too. Personally, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't know how we kind of got into that, but in any event, 
that is the habit that happens. So, so the president just recently released his return and um, shows he had a base pay of $400,000. Now, as we all know, the president does get some nice perks. He gets to live in a, you know, a pretty nice house. And that's, uh, you know, there's no rent to that. Uh, it's got a nice fenced in yard. If you've ever been to the White House, pretty cool place. It's got its own vegetable garden, <laughs> tennis courts, you know, um, you know, get some idea. What, what is it worth living in the White House? Well, it's been estimated that if you were given that real estate, I mean, it's on 18 acres of prime real estate, you could probably charge about uh, $2 million a month. Oh, wow. So just in, yeah, so he's, he's doing pretty well. Obviously, it, it makes it easier for him to maintain his um, his permanent residence. Now, also keep in mind too, you also get a um, you also get a, your own jet. And I'm not just talking any jet. I'm, you know, you're talking top of the line airplane. You get to do that. You get an air helicopter, but take you everywhere you want to go. So you never have to worry about traffic when you're the president. They close down the highways. They close down the roads. And you also get a fifty thousand dollar entertainment allowance. And needless to say, your your chef, who is an employee, he cooks a pretty mean burger as well. So a lot of things. So when the when the president's return came out, what we saw is that he also had three hundred and forty eight dollars in taxable interest. He had nine dollars in taxable dividends, three thousand dollars in in capital losses. So maybe some investment problems there. He also made $56,000 in business income because he has two books out there that are still selling, although not nearly as much as when he was in 2009, when he was first uh, getting ready to run for president or was running for president, took office. Those books brought him in $5.2 million, but that's the way it is with most books. They come in hot, and then eventually you find them on the bargain bin. So he is in the 1%, although he is, he's barely in the 1%. They also had to fork out another eighteen grand in state and local income taxes, thirty thousand dollars in property taxes. Now that wasn't on the White House; that's on the properties that they own in Illinois. Thirty-six thousand dollars in mortgage interest. So he's got a pretty hefty mortgage there on that um, on that property, and he did give away sixty-four thousand dollars in charitable contributions, which I applaud. He and his wife—that's great. Now um, Michelle Obama, the first lady, who does have a lot of obligations, she does not get paid. And you know, there's always been talk about you know maybe the the first lady should get a salary, but in any event, that's certainly not going to happen in this administration. What's interesting though is is when you look at the president's return, there were a lot of things that could have been done to reduce that income tax. Now, I think by design, uh, the president probably has a very simple tax planning strategy. Uh, he doesn't want to get accused of taking advantage of loopholes or anything like that. But I couldn't help but sit there, and I'm not going to go into them specifically, but it just gets back to what I've said many, many times on this show, which is that most of the people that I know pay far more in tax than they should. In fact, almost every business owner I've ever met pays more in tax than they should. And while Getting investments is a big part of what we try to do. We need to understand that it ultimately comes down to what we keep. And if tax rates go up in the future, we're going to keep even less. So whether you're the president of the United States, who obviously has access to, to not only brilliant tax minds, heck, he's got access to the minds that created the tax code itself. So whether you're the president of the United States or whether you're just a regular person like me, there's things you can do. And what I'm concerned about is really not so much about your taxes today. What I'm concerned about is the taxes that you might pay 10, 15, 20 years from now on your retirement savings. Because as you probably are aware, our country likes to borrow money. We're up to $19 trillion now. We'll probably go at a trillion or two every single year for quite some time. I don't see any desire on the politicians to cut spending. 
So when you look at the demographical changes that we have, the aging of our population, we're going to have more and more people retired, less and less people working. One can only surmise that a tax increase is coming. And if we get a tax increase, that's not just going to affect working people. It's really going to affect retirees. It's going to affect the amount on their Social Security that they can have. It's going to affect the tax that they're going to be paying on their savings. And with good strategies done now, particularly if you're still working, there are steps that you can do to reduce that. Now, again, this is not usually what most accountants do. This is planning work. Some do it. A lot do not. So my advice strongly is you've got to develop the strategy that not only looks at your investments, that not only looks at your insurance, but really looks strongly at taxes because in the end, it's what you keep. And that's a big part of what we do. So if you got burned this past filing, if you really think you pay too much, or more importantly, if you're worried because all of your money is sitting in the 401k and that's what your plan is for retirement, you really need to have a strategy in place that at least looks at the possibility of you having a tax-free retirement, taking the steps now. And there's a number of ways you can do that. I think the simplest and easiest way is to give our office a call. I know that sounds a little bit biased, but 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Give us a call. Come into our office. Sit down with us. I'll get an understanding of your situation. We'll help you develop a strategy. I'll lay it all out. You can go home to decide if you want to do it. Another way you can get information on this concept, get a copy of a Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And it's a great toolkit. It's full of books, reports, audio pieces that discuss all the issues that you're going to be confronted with in retirement. So, you know, for all of our listeners out there, it's very easy to get it. The easiest way, in my opinion, is if you have a smartphone, is just text the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's 555-888, the word RETIRE. And then you'll get a response back. You've got to click on the response, enter in your mailing information, and off the toolkit will go to you. So in the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, there's also a copy of Nikki Mai's book called um, Retirement Rescue, which talks about the seven lessons that you need to know for a successful retirement. So text the word retire to 555-888. You'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And we'll also include in the toolkit information or, or about our next upcoming Retirement Rescue Boot Camp at the University of Dayton. Or really, give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. If you don't want to you know, go through the smartphone or you don't have a smartphone, or God forbid you're driving and you know you shouldn't text and drive, just give our office a call, 844-784-9326. We'll send you the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Again, just to reiterate, you can text the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's 555-888. Click on the link and you'll be able to get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit or call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Those are the ways to get in touch. Always learn so much on Tales from the Tax Side. This week, certainly no exception, uh, learning a lot about how the president could have saved on his taxes. How interesting would it be if the president happens to hear this address, uh, maybe as he's uh, traveling from Washington to, uh, you know, go, go back home in Illinois or something like that, and he passes through Ohio and passes mm-hmm. through Cincinnati, hears this advice, Dan, and says, man, I need to come see Dan Caprill. That'd be pretty neat. No, I, I should be candid. I hope he doesn't, because most of my recommendations are about lowering taxes and not to be political, but this administration likes taxes. So I'm going to, you know, if he calls, I'm going to politely not return that phone call because uh, the more he listens to the show, the more I worry I'll, I'll be personally subject to an audit. <laughs> now, listen, look, even, even the most liberal-minded politician understands that the laws are there for you to utilize. And they take, it, it is always interesting when you see 
politicians who are promoting, you know, raising taxes for everybody, even they, in some cases, take full advantage of what's out there. Not all. Some do. I think in the case of the president, though, it's it's just probably wise politics to take a most simplified approach. I assure you, though, once he's out and he's serving on this board and that board and this charity, et cetera, he'll be utilizing a lot of the strategies that we talk about today. So he's not doing it out of ignorance, trust me. But most people are, and that's what we need to fix. For sure, absolutely. The one thing that I took away from uh, from this just as sort of like a sidebar was the $50,000 yeah. entertainment budget that you uh, – yeah. Detailed. I, I didn't yeah. know that they had that t- kind of entertainment budget. Oh, yeah. Now, listen, there's a reason why people spend millions of dollars a year to get elected to that office that only pays 400000 oh, <laughs> I yeah. mean, there's a ton of stuff that, you know, as, as well as the power, obviously, that goes with it. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't forget, there's also a bowling alley there. Um, I think he got rid of the putting green. Uh, there was a putting green in there that I think the... I think the Bush administration put in. There is a uh, there's a jogging path that the Clinton administration put in, and the, he's got uh, a but, basketball uh, goal in there. I'd imagine, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's indoor, so I think he's got the the indoor hoops. And uh, you know, we're not picking on President Obama. The next president will go in with their, and that's fine. Look, it's a twenty four hour, seven day a week job, so you got to have a little bit of that. It's not like they can just go out and go to a local restaurant or go to the gym or something like that. I mean, you need security and all those other things. So. But, you know, again, it's like everything in life. I mean, we've had situations where we've been able to help clients legitimately write off the expense of their swimming pool because they had a medical issue that required swimming. And if done properly, it can be done. Not for everybody, but it can be done for some people. So it's just a matter of knowing what the laws are. And too often people don't. They do, you know, they sit on TurboTax and they don't understand that the code is 70,000 pages. There's a lot of things that can be done to minimize your taxation. Absolutely. You want to learn about some of those ways? Get in touch with Dan Capril and his team at Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati and Dayton and everywhere in between with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call Dan and the team at 844-QUIZ-DAN. Go online to quizdan.com. Or if you want that retirement rescue toolkit, don't forget you can always text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888, and you'll get a link that you click on, fill out your information, and Dan will get you that book, checklist, and all the other great resources that are part of that toolkit on the way to you. 555-888, that's the number to text, and the word is retire. Dan, thanks for joining us this week. Have a fantastic uh, time over the next couple of days, and uh, we'll talk to you again next weekend. Pleasure. Hope everybody has a great week. Absolutely. That's Dan Capril. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.